0: Now, let's begin. Today, I'm thrilled to welcome Sarah McDowell to the show. Sarah is a search engine optimization specialist and the SEO manager at Captivate, a growth-oriented podcast hosting platform which is part of global media and entertainment. And Captivate happens to be where the best guest is hosted. Using data, customer insights, and her understanding of how search engines work, such as Google, Sarah implements SEO strategies to best optimize websites with the end goal of increasing relevant traffic, conversion, and improving user experience. Many of our clients embark on a podcast interview strategy for the SEO benefits, which is why I'm looking forward to this conversation with Sarah. Listen in as we talk about the importance of SEO, how being a guest on podcasts is good for your SEO, and the ways you can maximize the SEO benefits from being a guest on podcasts. Hi Sarah, thanks so much for coming on the podcast today. How are you?
1: Thank you very much for having me. I'm not too bad at all. Got a bit stranded in Italy uh, a week ago, I think, but I'm back in the UK now, so all is good.
0: Good. Are you over the trauma of that?
1: Just about. I mean, as traumatising as being in Italy is, I mean, there's worse places, isn't there? (laughs) I feel very sorry for you. So Sarah, you
0: work in SEO and have done for quite a long time. What drew you to working in SEO?
1: Well, I actually stumbled into this career. So I actually studied dance at university, but I realized that a career in that wasn't really for me. So when sort of like having to think about what to do next, I was told to go for a reception role somewhere that I could progress where there was progression. So I applied for a reception role at a digital marketing agency. They'd already filled that role, but they wanted to hire people for their SEO department. And they wanted people with no prior experience. So a bit of like a blank slate so then they could train us up. So yeah, I started as a, a link builder. Over the years, I worked my way up. So I was at my first agency for a couple of years and I worked my way up. I was like a project coordinator by the end of it. And I just sort of fell in love with SEO. And I know that sounds really lame, but I fell in love because it's cool to know how search engines like Google work. I feel like I've got a bit of the insider knowledge. Decisions that you're making are based on data, which is really good. So it takes out that guesswork. It is challenging. So SEO landscape is always changing. What worked five, 10 years ago doesn't work now. Google is always changing how it does things as well so very challenging and it's a great community supportive community so for example just want to do a quick shout out to the women in tech SEO community which has been founded by a wonderful lady called Areej Abu Ali sort of like supports the women in that field so yeah so there's a great community within there within twitter so hope that answers the question
0: it does indeed but taking you back a little bit further can you explain exactly what seo is i know you mentioned link building but is there more to it than that
1: there is a lot to it a lot a lot so seo stands for search engine optimization and the goal with seo is basically to improve your website and pages visibility when people search for content products and services in Google. Google, Bing, and other search engines. I'll be mainly talking about Google throughout this episode because most people use it. It has the monopoly and the biggest market share. So, yeah, the better visibility you have in Google the better chance you have to attract perspective and existing customers. So how it works is Google crawls sites and pages on the web. And when it crawls, it collects information and puts them into an index so that it can then surface that content when someone searches for a relevant term. So we're going to do a bit of an analogy here because SEO works well with analogies. So think of search engines as librarians. Okay. So the books in that library are websites, and the pages in the books are website pages.
0: Okay, got it. That makes sense.
1: Wonderful. So the last point is Google needs to rank content it finds so it knows what content to show, when and where on its results pages. So obviously this is quite complex and it does this by considering hundreds of ranking factors. So not just keywords, not just backlinks. It looks at a lot, a lot of stuff. So there's a lot of moving parts.
0: Okay, that brings me on to my next question. How important is SEO?
1: Ah, Good question. Now, I might be very biased here as my job title is SEO manager at Captivate. But yeah, I would say SEO is very important. So according to Internet Live stats, um, to research done in 2022, Google processes over 99,000 searches every second. Doing some quick maths. I did this maths beforehand. This makes more than 8.5 billion searches a day. So we're talking loads. We're talk- and it's a habit, isn't it? How many times have you had a question or wanted to find a product service and gone to Google to find the answer? So if you're ignoring SEO, that's a lot of wasted opportunity. And also SEO is important because setting up on a website and leaving it is, is not good enough. It's like buying uh, another analogy. It's like buying a lovely plant for your house and not watering it. Like even a cactus needs a bit of water, doesn't it? So if you don't nurture, it will die. And it's the same as your website. If you're not continually looking at it making sure it's okay like can search engines crawl it are are there any technical issues there what is the user experience like what keywords are you ranking for what pages can you add are your competitors ranking above you do you know what I mean like there's lots of things that you need to be be doing and you should see SEO as part of your marketing funnel it's a channel for discoverability of your brand and also decision making so for example how many times have you gone into google and said this product versus this product do you know what I mean so oh yeah it's so so important and hopefully those few examples gets that point across absolutely
0: we talked about backlinks can you explain exactly what backlinks are and what are good ways to go about getting them
1: okay every time a website external to you links to your website this is a backlink they are valuable to you as Google sees these backlinks as a vote a vote from another website that yours can be trusted. This helps Google to trust your website and know that you can be a trusted resource for people that use Google. Now, not all links are equal. So you've got to think about relevancy and where that link is coming from. So for example, a link from a low quality spammy website is is not going to do much for you can it even work against you this is an ongoing debate because google is updating how it how it works continuously like it's always updating its algorithms and how it works to rank google is getting better at knowing what links to ignore and what links to not ignore however because back in the day technically you could do negative seo to your competitor not saying you should because yeah That's burning bridge. You don't want to get into that. But you could start building spammy links to your competitor. Obviously, Google saw that was happening and has found ways of looking at, okay, what what are spammy links? What do I need to ignore? And what should I look at? Saying that, you don't want to leave anything to chance. So if you do notice that you've got hundreds and thousands or quite a few links that are from poor quality websites you can say to google through a disavow file you can say ignore these links so you can do that but you've only got so many hours in your day you need to prioritize so it's all about that so how would you find who's linking to you so there's loads of tools out there that you can use such as semrush Hrefs, Bright Edge. There's loads of tools out there where you can see what your backlinks are. Also, use these tools to find what your competitor, like what backlinks your competitors have got, so you get some inspiration. It is hard to get backlinks, and as you can imagine, with anything in marketing, people always find a way to spam. Yes, that's something that Google has cracked down on, and because people were finding ways to get a load of backlinks from external websites so there's certain criteria and stuff that you you need to be aware of and like any spammy link farms or anything like that that doesn't work anymore it is hard to get backlinks um, but it's all about thinking outside the box of okay how can I get backlinks and appearing on podcasts could be an example
0: Absolutely. Some of our clients will come and they want to be a guest on podcasts as part of strengthening their online profile. So could you talk about how that that's beneficial for your SEO?
1: Yeah. So first things first, you're getting backlinks. Whenever you are a guest or you appear on someone's show, you're getting links to your website or wherever you sort of say in your bio you want to be linked to. You're also driving consistent traffic to those links over time. So for example, every podcast episode has show notes. If you've got your links in there, it's evergreen and that podcast is always there. People are always going to come across that and find you. So it's it's evergreen. It's always going to be there. You're targeting a new and engaged source of traffic as well. You're going outside of your audience and you're tapping into other people's audiences, and it also feeds into um, eat. So eat. I mean, it is lunchtime, so I don't <laughs> want to get you hungry. But eat stands for expertise, authority, and trust. And this is one of the things that um, Google looks at when it's looking at where to rank websites and pages. So if you're seen as authoritative, you're going and talking on podcasts, you're getting links. That's going to help with your authority and your and how you look to Google. Okay, brilliant. So is there anything that if
0: you're a guest on podcasts, you can do to maximize the SEO benefits yourself?
1: Definitely, definitely, definitely. So if you can suggest a topic, do some keyword research, right? Find out what people are searching for and uh, try and base that title or that episode on that. I mean, that can be hard if you're talking about a new concept and a new idea because people don't know the keyword or they don't know that that thing exists. But if you can do a bit of keyword research to back it up and like uh, have that's your title that's going to help you backlinks again make sure you're getting them once your episode is published make sure that you've got the links and they work and, and all that jazz uh, share your podcast everywhere it's good quality content share it, not just share, but repurpose that content as well. So, for example, transcribe, use the tools like Descript uh, and transcribe that podcast and turn it into a blog, for example, or use it for shorter snip videos over social media.
0: Brilliant. Would you advise embedding your podcast appearances on your own website?
1: hundred percent. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get a page on your website and embed your podcast. Like I said earlier, it's great quality content for your website. So that's going to only like Google's going to see that in a good light, aren't they? And you're going to benefit from that. The only thing I would say is give some content around the episodes. I wouldn't just recommend having the title and then the podcast like, um, Google needs, Text and words underneath it to understand. Like, obviously, it's getting better and google's always developing so i guess in the future it'll get better at even crawling audio do you know what i mean and i think there was even talk of them starting to do that but at this early stage um give an intro do time stamps as well put resources on there so obviously if you're linking out to good external resources, make sure you've got content around your podcast episode
0: i see oh that's really helpful is it important that the content that you have on these pages is different from what the host might put up?
1: Yes so I'm guessing this is to avoid duplicate content isn't it? That's what I
0: was wondering.
1: Yeah so I mean it's always good to err on the side of caution. Okay. Again Google can be smart to sort of understand but I would always try and make it a little bit different because you just got to think like it's the same content. So how does Google know? So find a different angle, talk about a different viewpoint, make it different and give it a reason for it to be. Because any content that you're putting on your website, it's the, the so what, like what if you don't want to compete with the podcast show that you're a guest on.
0: Yes, absolutely. Thank you. That's really helpful advice. You're the host of the SEO Mindset podcast. Can you tell us a little bit about that, please?
1: Yes, this is my fourth
0: podcast. Fourth. Uh, That's good going.
1: Kind of caught the bug. It just sort of happened that. Going to sound lame again. Your audience is going to think I'm a right lameo, but (laughs) every time a SEO podcast door closed, another one seemed to open. So. I first started off with the SEO SAS podcast with my friend Hannah and that was awesome but it got to a point where uh, we decided that we weren't going to do any more. Did a post about that and Areej Abu Ali from the Women in Tech SEO reached out and was like oh do uh, do you fancy uh, doing a podcast for the community. So that started that. That unfortunately came to an end and then someone saw that I had another conversation so that was where the SEO Mindset podcast, so I co-host that with someone called Tasmin Sullivan, and she is like a life and career coach, but she used to work in SEO. So what we found is there's a lot of podcasts out there that are really great, and they help, and they talk about how to do certain SEO things whereas we saw a bit of a missing missing the market about talking about career progression and soft skills and things like that so we talk about time management imposter syndrome like anything related to soft skills or career development and then try and relate it to the seo industry yeah and we're getting some good feedback for it so that's always
0: brilliant it sounds like it's be really useful thank you so much for sharing all these tips where's the best place for people to find you
1: I'm best on Twitter. Yeah, that's where I'm most active. My handle is Sarah MCD UK. My friend did point out to me that that spells out Sarah McDuck so yeah i'm in the women in tech seo community as well the podcast if you search for the seo mindset podcast we'll come up with all the sort of we've got a twitter handle for that as well it's seo mindset pod so yeah twitter is best i am on linkedin but i'm not as active on linkedin as i am on twitter but if you search for sarah mcdowell on linkedin you'll find me on there as well
0: brilliant i'll put links to all of those in the show notes as well to make it easier oh, thank you so much sarah
1: Thank you. It's been really good to chat to you.
0: Visit www.victoriabenyon.com to book a free podcast guesting strategy session with one of our team. Using the information you provide when you book, we'll get to know you and your business better, so you get the most value from your strategy call. You will come away from this 30-minute session with huge value. We'll share our top tips for being a podcast guest and up to five suggestions of perfect fit podcasts you can approach. Thank you so much for listening to the Best Guest podcast today. I'll talk to you again in the next episode.